Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, today, like I said, we celebrate the, uh, the convergence of two beautiful memorials. Of course, in our country, we're celebrating Memorial Day remembering and honoring and reverencing the memory of our nation's fallen soldiers, those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for liberty and freedom. And it's also, like I said, the, the, uh, the celebration of the memorial, the obligatory memorial, the obligatory memorial since 2018 of, these are such tongue twisters, the obligatory memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church, got it. Okay. Pope Francis created a new feast day for us back in 2018 that the first Monday after Pentecost Sunday was going to be in honor of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. And I cannot think of a better way to celebrate both of these realities than by doing what we're doing right now, which is to say to come together to celebrate the Eucharist. Eucharist. Eucharistein in the Greek, right? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That this is the response that uh, we have to offer to what God has given us. That we couldn't, we on our own couldn't devise a, a prayer or uh, a beautiful enough litany of sorts. We, we couldn't devise on our own an adequate response for all that God has done. So God in his goodness gave us uh, this gift that we give back to him, which is the Mass. So this is what we're doing today, celebrating Mass, which I think is, like I said, the best way to celebrate both of these memorials. You know, I was doing a little pondering last night into this morning, thinking about Memorial Day, growing up as a boy in, uh, in Hudson, and uh, the Memorial Day parade in Hudson, just like I'm sure everywhere else around the country, is just a beautiful, nostalgic uh, thing. You know, I'm obviously missing it. I'm celebrating Mass with you all this morning. My, my friends and family back in Hudson, they're all going to the parade at 10 o'clock. It, you sit there, you get your lawn chair, the whole town's lining up the parade route, right? And you wait for that cannon blast to signal the parade's about to start. And for me, growing up as a kid, the parade mostly meant, I mean, either there was some years I got to be in the parade for different various organizations, but mostly it was sitting by the side of the curb, waiting for people to throw candy at you, and you're just hoping you can get enough candy, you know, to last throughout the rest of the day. But I don't think they do that anymore. I don't think you're allowed to throw candy anymore. Signs of the times. Anyway, but that's what Memorial Day was. That's what it was. Uh, it really wasn't anything beyond that. It was, it was the sort of, you know, personal enjoyment sitting by the curb and collecting Tootsie Rolls. But of course, as you get older and your sense of the world broadens and you realize that the world, the world isn't naturally peaceful, right? That you, we don't just naturally, as human beings, we don't just naturally tend towards creating idyllic community. That's not what just naturally happens. That, like our ability, the sheer ability to wake up in this little corner of the world called Wadsworth where birds are chirping and you know, neighbors mow the lawn and kids can run through sprinklers and you can have like toys littering the driveway and soccer nets in the backyard and where you can just sit peacefully on your front porch sipping a cup of coffee or you know, to sit around a bonfire at night sipping one of your favorite spirits, like the very ability to do these things, to enjoy these things, that, that this is our life, it came at an incredible cost. It comes at an incredible cost. The, the cost of the bravest of the brave, men and women, 
throughout our country's history who stepped into harm's way to defend our peace, to defend our freedom, like, to guarantee our ability to wake up in this quiet little corner of the world. This quiet little corner of the world, this little thing that we just call normal life, it isn't just an accident. It was fought for. It was bled for. And the only response is gratitude. If you ever get the chance, I'm sure a lot of us have visited Arlington National Cemetery in Washington, D.C. The first time I got to Arlington was uh, two years ago with our eighth graders on their eighth grade trip. And again, this past fall, went with them again. And uh, there's just nothing more impressive than Arlington National Cemetery. Like you get just chills. I just had chills right now even thinking about it. It's so unbelievable. It's breathtaking. Or right here in our own backyard in Seville, the Ohio Western Reserve National Cemetery, that you just see rows and rows of pristine white headstones that they're each indicating the mortal remains of one of our nation's deceased servicemen or women. That it's just so humbling. They just go as far as the eye can see. And as soon as you think, well, that's got to be the end of it. No, there's just another section that just keeps going. And the only feeling that's commensurate to the sacrifice of all of this is gratitude. It's the only adequate response. Or when one considers how good it is to be Catholic, how good it is to be in the fold of the church, that the Lord Jesus gave us the grace to know him, to love him, to serve him, to be baptized into this church, the only response commensurate to such a gift, again, is just gratitude. Because you didn't earn this. You didn't earn this. I didn't earn this. This is sheer gift. And the church today recognizes Mary as mother of the church. That Mary, she is the form of the church in her most perfect identity. Receptive to the word. Right? Let it be done unto me according to thy word. Both... uh, There's this beautiful little work, uh, theology work, called Mary, the Church at Her Source. It's a collection of essays by Joseph Ratzinger, Pope Benedict XVI, and one of his favorite theologians, a 20th century theologian named Hans Urs von Balthasar. I often thought Hans Urs von Balthasar must have struggled a lot in kindergarten with a name like that. Anyway, Swiss theologian, brilliant man. And in that essay, von Balthasar writes about how that before the church was organized hierarchically in Peter, it existed in Mary. That I know, like yesterday, we celebrated Pentecost, and we often say it's the birthday of the church. But when you look at these realities through the mystical lens of what's real, what you see is that the church really came to birth in the Immaculate Conception when Mary was conceived in Anne's womb. She is what the church is. She is the church. Receptive, let it be done unto me according to thy word, open to receive every good grace that comes from the Father. Like she, she accepted the cross. She accepted the cross before her son did. She accepted the sacrifices and the trials before she did. She's, her, her, let it be done unto me according to thy word, is the foundation, the soil out of which his, not my will, but thy will be done, emerges. Again, when you consider her, 
and that she's been given to us, that, she's been, that we've been entrusted to her, that what we heard in this gospel is true, that the ultimate gift that Jesus gives, the last gift that he gives in his, in his mortal life is, as he's dying upon the cross, he saved the best for last. It wasn't the Eucharist. It was his own mother that he gives in that last moment. The only appropriate response to all of that is just immense gratitude, right? Thank you, Lord. So friends, on this Memorial Day and on this memorial of our blessed mother, mother of the church, we come back to Jesus. We have come back to Jesus like that one leper, right? Remember, he cleansed the ten and only one came back to kneel at his feet to offer a word of thanks. We come back to him with hearts bursting with gratitude that we are the beneficiaries of such gifts. The gifts of liberty, the gifts of freedom, the gift of just living quietly in this corner of the world, the gift of our faith, the gift of intercession from her on high that we'll never know until we see her face to face in glory. And we say thank you from the depths of our hearts for the brave ones who laid down their lives to protect us. So for them, and in honor of our Queen and Mother, let's pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace.